0: Hi, it's Natasha
1: and Will,
0: and we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 43rd episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, to you, and the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we're talking all about the current immigration crisis that's currently taking place in the U.S., but before we dive deep into the subject, let's go over some ground rules. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio? If not, please do. We greatly appreciate your support and love for the show. Second, have you shared an episode? If not, Feel free to share this episode with friends and family as well as any of our previous episodes. Sharing is caring. And have you spoken to us on social media? If not, you can always reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. And then lastly, have you provided a review of our show, of an episode? If not, you can go to WokenFree.com to see where the show is on all our various platforms and feel free to give a review of one of our episodes or of the show itself
1: each week we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode last week we shared our favorite way to communicate this week we are sharing our favorite time of the day
0: mm, let's see how about the end of the day <laughs> no um well I, it
1: depends when your day ends too true, that is it's true. not the same for everybody
0: uh, I don't know. You have a specific hour? Per or? specific hour. I like lunchtime. I think I'm a fan of lunchtime and just nap time. So typically that would be 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. But sometimes I do morning naps if I'm up at like 1 or 3 in the morning. Then come 9 in the morning, I, I need a nap. So, But I would say I guess the first half of the day would be my preferred time as opposed to the end of the day. All
1: right so mine it would be the late evening when the clock strikes midnight because that's like the dawn of a new day to me
0: ah okay and
1: i don't know i just like knowing that the next day's here and i like to stay up through it
0: the empire strikes back <laughs> excellent <laughs> Even though i'm not supposed to
1: it's nice to be up at midnight
0: mm, mm, mm. i hear that
1: So now, would you like to get on to the topic?
0: Why not, sir? Let's do this.
1: All right. Well, what is the current immigration crisis in the U.S. all about?
0: So there's a lot of news reporting that uh, essentially speak to the answer of that question. But if everyone has been paying attention to the news, whether some people call it fake news or not uh the you know the person in our in our white house uh, and their administration have been involved in some practices that have essentially brought about apro- brought about about this episode on Woken free as well as just general visceral upsetness in this country what do i what am i talking about the fact that families are being torn apart because when Ill- illegal immigrants are coming here because of our zero-tolerance policy policy by you-know-who, that children and parents are being split apart because the parents have to be detained and, and prosecuted for their illegal immigrant acts, and the children are put into these detention centers, and uh, it's not, like, the best conditions. And even though, you know, less, I think they're quote-unquote like sufficient but they're just not it's just not a, a very uh i guess kosher way to be dealing with with the situation and uh recently i think it was that last week he did create a uh executive order to quote-unquote clear up the way as to how detained families are dealt with but that's some information i'll put out there what are, what are your thoughts on kind of what's been going on
1: I was actually a bit confused about who caused these children to be separated from their parents in the first place. But, yeah, the, the blame solely lies with the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. According to NPR, U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions ordered prosecutors to adopt the zero-tolerance to- policy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: White House officials have actually acknowledged that they separate all families who cross the border as a deterrence. Mm. You know, the way the executive order was talked about by our president, you would think that this policy was enacted by a different administration. <laughs> and he even goes so far to blame it on the Democrats when his administration is the one to adopt this policy.
0: Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. To hear how the blame game has been going on when in reality, you know, I think that when you are the leader of the free world and you're pointing fingers at other people instead you of cause it yourself. Yeah, it's it's very confusing and it's it's also a distraction, right? It's a deterrent because people are gonna pay attention to the the politics of what's happening as opposed to like the the humanity of what's happening because families being torn apart because of illegal immigration is not appropriate like yes some people will focus on well okay well illegal immigration isn't appropriate okay sure but you know families have a right to stay together i think that that's not too much to ask for but um, yeah
1: you shouldn't be separating them You should try not to right
0: Mm -hmm, that should be a goal to
1: keep the families together why are you splitting them apart
0: exactly do you think it's standard practice for a country to separate uh, illegal immigrant families like the United States?
1: Well, I actually saw that, the like I was saying earlier, actually the previous administration rarely separated families, mm-hmm. meaning that adults who crossed over with their kids, they actually weren't prosecuted.
0: Mm. The
1: ones that did have children and were, identi- they were they were quickly identified and then even released from uh, detention centers just to be reunited with their kids, according to PolitiFact.
0: Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, to be honest, America has a really rough history, right? Like, if anyone remembers, I don't know, slavery, like <laughs> our country is riddled in a history of um blood loss and devastation and uh, as much as people may or may not want to go back there uh a usa today article and again all articles that we refer to can be found on WokenFree.com. uh really uh, puts it very nicely so i will share it says began during slavery with the brutal, daily, and full legal practice of buying and selling away children from their parents. About the time slavery was abolished, the government then began the practice practice of forcibly removing Native American children as young as five years old from their families in order to quote-unquote civilize them in white boarding schools, a practice that lasted more than 100 years and formally ended only with the Indian Child Welfare Act of 1978. So that's one example of how America got down. Uh, (laughs) But but according,
1: it was actually on the books that it was legal to do that.
0: Ding, 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 ding. As, quote unquote, what's happening now, right? So uh, it's interesting to see the, quote unquote, legality of, of harsh human rights issues <laughs> taking place. I mean, the article goes on to ta- talk about something that also people don't like to talk about, which is the biggest offender of, uh, of broken families in this country, which is in massive incarceration, right? That uh, essentially the U.S. has the highest incarceration rate in the world and paves the new way of a new form of legal family separation on a massive scale. And the impact on children is staggering, about 2.7 million Boys and girls in the USA have a parent behind bars, and have more than five million have been have had a parent locked up at one point in their lives. Uh, now, notably, the fastest growing group of prisoners is actually women—a uh, fourteen-fold increase since 1970. And about 80% of these women are mothers; most of them single parents. So, you know, the United States is not, you know, some pretty fantasy land of like, oh no, this this current immigration issue is just like this like out of the blue bad situation for America but like <laughs> so
1: there's a history of separating kids from their parents then I, I think guess that, that's what you found
0: Yeah I mean I just think that the quote unquote you know this is this is the land of freedom this is the land of you know opportunity Yes, depending upon who you are, depending upon how you arrived here, depending upon how you're viewed here, how your rights are taken into consideration, because I think that no country is perfect, no government is perfect, but are are there like clear mistakes being made here absolutely and And I don't know if people are even thinking about some of the numbers that support the fact that there are mistakes,
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't know if people know about uh, these incidences, even. <laughs> I think that's bringing some new things to light.
0: Well, I mean, that's why you love the movie 13th, right? It's yeah. Like, yeah, the 13th Amendment. And and what, what does that really, essentially, how does that play a role with massive incarceration? What is massive incarceration doing to br- black and brown people in this country, right? like Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Mm. Is the zero-tolerance policy towards immigrants, is that what do you think is fueling this situation and making it worse?
1: I think we obviously see a lot of backlash from, you know, American citizens and even state officials. They condemn the policy. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be surprising, though, that this is one of the big things pushed before the president was elected. Mm. You know, he said... He wanted to stop illegal border crossings from occurring, and he's actually going forward with those statements. And I guess it's by any means necessary, Mm. even if that means 2,000 children are now separated from their parents.
0: Yeah, it's... uh... (laughs) (laughs) As long
1: as he gets his uh, points across. That's what
0: counts. So, um, the zero, according to New York mag, the zero tolerance practice of immediately imprisoning, prosecuting and deporting immigrants who illegally entered the U S actually began around 2005, but the George W. Bush and Obama administrations were morally and pragmatically opposed to separating immigrant children from their families. Go figure. Even if, um, some adult immigrants were taking advantage of that compassion, uh, you know, Obama, a, a team of uh, Obama officials said, "You know that's not who we are, right?" It was clear in other administrations that, you know, America might stand for a lot of things, but saying that we actively and happily separate families is not something that we should be boasting off as as a nation. And uh, but with with this current administration, it seems like this policy of like we do not tolerate illegal immigrants is more important than the fact that when you do have illegal immigrants here, you know, how are we going to treat them? How are we going to deal with them? It's it's kind of like policy before person. And I think that this is what, this ideology is not making things easier. And I think if it didn't exactly exist, then maybe maybe they wouldn't be detained, right? Like maybe maybe this administration would have been acting to, in in similar ways to the previous administration. But because this policy is like, no 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 right if you're an illegal immigrant you cannot be here no matter what right we will remove you by any means necessary then i think that that that's a big problem right because ideology is never more important than humanity
1: yeah unfortunately that doesn't trump his uh <laughs> trump. <laughs> no it, pun intended right <laughs> yeah no yeah definitely no pun intended doesn't trump his policy of you know, halting all of these immigrants from making it in—that's mm. that seems like what his policy is about, and that that's one of his running points. Like I was saying, so. Well, it resonates that with enacted. people. Yeah,
0: I mean, when you well, when, when you, you ran well for his for Trumpers and for his support supporters and his fan base, yeah, right? Like, because
1: if you look at numbers, you you'll actually see that only 11 percent of of people, at least according to a poll, think that the immigration. Like illegal immigration is an issue in this country and should be focused on. See, that's
0: so weird Isn't that because funny? how a lot of Trumpers and Trump supporters are right behind this idea of, uh, you know, the illegal immigrants are the people bringing in the crime. They're the rapists. They're the this, they're the that, right? Like, well, we, we, all we these need to see actual, statements.
1: what we need to see is actual polls. Uh, of the of even of the trumpers, trumpers of uh, the, how many agree with that i bet you not i don't i mean i don't know what the numbers are but it's not going to be 100 percent of them that agree not 100 but it
0: seems like because some people
1: some people stand behind him on other other points that he makes yeah. not just on his immigration even though that's one of his biggest platforms yeah so but it's interesting to note that american citizens as a whole aren't overly concerned with this immigration issue Yet it's like a big thing that's being pushed right now, and and Mm -hmm. the zero tolerance policy has come out of that, and it's been made to seem like it is a big issue, like you were saying, with Mm -hmm. issues that apparently illegal immigrants, they they cause, even though it's not true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: What are some of the realities not being discussed about illegal immigrants then?
0: I think it really comes down to the, the facts about what is true, what is not true. About illegal immigrants, right? So if you hear, you know who talking about horrible things like, you know, illegal immigrants are causing, they're coming here and they're rapists and they're 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 more likely to commit crime and they're more likely to be killers and even going to the full extent of even calling um, these people less than human uh you know is not true and and really just dis- deplorable type of less event. than
1: human that's not you
0: didn't hear him say when he was like they're animals like oh, he called them call, he, yeah. he called them animals and it's like that's right, absurd
1: so. yeah we shouldn't to
0: call people something those words less than human i mean what are you talking about like yeah it's a
1: slippery slope to go down i'd say to avoid that
0: yeah, I mean, uh, you know, and, and if you look at some studies, I, according to NPR, which you recited too, yes. you know, immigrants in the country illegally were also 11.5% less likely than native-born Americans to be convicted of sexual assault, 79% less likely to be convicted of larceny. The study found higher conviction rates among illegal immigrants for gambling, kidnapping, smuggling, and vagrancy, but those offenses were rare and made up a tiny fraction of overall crime in, like, Texas. In 2015, yeah. Uh, You know, a March 2018 study in the journal Criminology looked at whether violent crime increases as the number of immigrants living illegally in a community goes up. Researchers found it does not. If anything, the opposite is true. Violent crime appears to fall when more immigrants are living in a community illegally. Uh, You know, and... Hmm. And, you know, he has gone on to say... You know, he, like, when he talks about... Uh, the the illegal immigrants and crime situation, he's pointed to a 2011 study, so it's a bit dated, by the Government Accountability Office, which estimated undocumented immigrants had committed 25,000 homicides, 42,000 robberies, nearly 70,000 sex offenses. That estimate was extrapolated from a survey of 1,000 undocumented immigrants held in state and federal prisons. It offered no time frame in which the crimes might have been committed and no basis for comparison with the native-born population. <laughs> so what does that mean? A sample size that is unverifiable. Any science person or person who understands that science has to be based num- and founded in something. The
1: numbers don't. They
0: add up to but, anything.
1: But they're pretty much meaningless ding, because ding, ding. they just they took some numbers, they increased A people them. People <laughs>
0: in prison that answered these as surveys, yeah, but then and they they're they, in prison, so are they really going to be the most on? I mean, like. Besides that, though,
1: all right, so they extrapolated. So they said, all right, based on these numbers, we're going to make bigger numbers. (laughs) So, okay, fine, you still do that, but the problem is these bigger numbers aren't over a period of time. So is it 25,000 homicides? since the 16th century i mean it doesn't tell you what exactly. this when is it said it doesn't tell you it doesn't but say Americans just for the don't year hear that they just hear mean anything
0: they just he's gonna say and that's you know, at least 70, say over sex in the past
1: year or a past decade it doesn't tell you anything exactly that if, number is if meaningless. that could have been
0: over yeah 100 years it's yeah it's,
1: it's a meaningless number it's like oh okay very few of them you know, <laughs> sir? Good to
0: but,
1: know. That, but that that's a terrible study like it really is because if you don't have a time period it means nothing <laughs>
0: But again, if that's the basis of what this got this person elected, if that's the basis of what this person spews, you know, in the public eye, this is why we're going to have issues with how people view illegal immigrants. Because you're going to hear, like, those numbers sound scary. 25,000. Yeah, monetized? they're just big numbers. Oh, crap. Because like,
1: if you, you think it's over, like, three months, then you're like, whoa, that's Yeah, nuts, like, these <laughs> people are
0: killing everybody. like, yeah, And it's I mean, not, wait a minute, we're not in the wild, wild west yet. Um, so, uh, you know, we have to, we have to relax with the committee and, uh, that's why here
1: hear on Woken Free, we always say, you yeah, know, don't just look at the stats and take it at face value. Exactly. You exactly. look at who funded that study.
0: <laughs> that too. Exactly. Like what's <laughs> going that. on with the government accountability office. There, are
1: they so accountable?
0: <laughs> people gotta be Woken Free. What kind of study know?
1: is this? What is this mess?
0: So, yeah, so, I mean, again, you can look at the NPR article and check out some more really interesting facts that they talk about. But the point is, I think the biggest issue we have with how illegal immigration is dealt with is going to be coming through media because you you know who is going to say, oh, fake fact, fake news, fake news, when really it could be legitimate news being shared you know the similarly when uh his wife went to go visit uh melania went to go visit i don't know if you saw last week uh children who were being detained she wore a green hoodie that said i don't really care do you and it went viral and everyone was really upset about it and wasn't that shirt meant for the news so that's That's what's quote unquote being said by you know who but you know Or is it, again, people say a lot of stuff that they shouldn't and they really mean it. Maybe... Her, she's in alignment with kind of what's going on. Like maybe she doesn't really care about about what the news Im- says about immigration. Oh, you
1: don't think it's about the news? Like, she, like well, it just seems said. peculiar to me that you would be going the timing is weird to though. This has ever...
0: children and you wear a shirt. Uh, but no, you
1: know what? She, she never actually wore that to visit them. It was but only she on, the wore it on the plane. It was and only for the knew news that to capture she knew.
0: It. She knows that everything she wears is it's a gonna political be statement. Like everything. Like, but
1: but I do see if it was against the children, she should have kept it on then, right? If she was doing it in regards no, to I mean, the whole that's thing, that's just
0: flagrantly too. And also, it's a hoodie, so she could never wear it to actually see. Oh the well, jump. yeah, it's just a hoodie either way, right? So, so that would be wildly inappropriate it. if she because wore it like just that. think
1: about why would she want to? Even if she didn't care, why would she let the news know them that? Them, yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be weird? The
0: whole, the whole situation. It's probably in bad peculiar. taste though. Like, it, yeah, it's. Either way, it's And maybe it's, 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 and maybe bad it's taste, sarcastic. Maybe. maybe it's like, obviously I do care. So like, but again, it's, it's, it's being, it's not, yeah, it's not clear. It seems poor so taste. you shouldn't have, yeah.
1: I mean, it would have been better not to wear the hoodie. How about though. just, there I, I no you know, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> just. If she were, I'm sorry. Then that um, would have.
1: I don't think that would have gone over well either because they would Well, maybe she's fault.
0: apologizing for who you know who you know? because <laughs> like... they
1: because the current administration doesn't admit any fault. They've done everything perfect. Mm. <laughs> they have. They've been perfect up to this point. They, they're signing an executive order was signed against one of their policies, but hey, they're perfect.
0: <laughs> what do you think are some of the information that's not being said about um, the the situation with the immigration crisis?
1: Yeah, I'd like to go back to NPR, and then also I found some information brought up by Vitana, and it, mm-hmm. they brought up some interesting points, so I think you, you spoke on a little bit of it earlier, but the White House Chief of Staff, John Kelly, he acknowledged that most people crossing the border illegally, they don't actually pose a security threat, he just, mm-hmm. he flat out stated that, those are words from his own the Chief of Staff, nice. yeah, yep. <laughs> so that, that comes right from his administration, and then border apprehensions are actually lower than it was a decade ago yes even the previous administration saw a drop in border crossings so from the start not, to the end so the border is on
0: fire then as some people make yeah, it
1: seem. it's it's generally on the decrease if you look mm-hmm. at it there's some bumps where it goes up but it's on the decrease it's it's a lot lower than it used to be mm-hmm. a lot lower 8.1 million immigrants are working or looking for work, and about 50% of them are actually using fake Social Security numbers, which means that they are paying income taxes in some form or another.
0: So they're contributing. Yeah, so
1: contributing to the economy. In 2010, illegal immigrants contributed over $10 billion in local or state tax. Another $13 billion was contributed to the Social Security Fund. 76% of Americans say that undocumented immigrants... Are as honest and hard-working as any U.S. citizen. So that mm-hmm. that was the st- statistic I was talking about earlier, where <laughs> where you see most Americans aren't against these immigrants. I yeah. mean, it's not at least now. I mean, I think this was. I, I I'm not sure when this was. This poll was taken, but mm-hmm. I believe it was recently. But it's it's in the article, so you can mm-hmm. you know listeners Woken, can find that out.
0: Wokenfree.com guys. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, and then the last thing I saw that was interesting, and this is just kind of like an off point, but thousands of Americans are also living in Mexico illegally.
0: That's hilarious. actually.
1: That's yeah, that just kind of funny. I saw I was like, oh okay, no, I know. People Imagine don't if, know that.
0: You know and that's no, you know it's funny that you say that because if Mexico had the nerve to be treating Americans down there poorly, you know we would have to stand up and riot, and it would be a thing. It would be, you know, it would be like, what do you mean, right? Because God forbid Americans get treated terribly, right? Like, when we go to other countries and we get harmed, it becomes like an outright war. (laughs) But God forbid that other people of other backgrounds come here and get treated poorly, and everyone's like, what's the big deal? Like, they came here illegally. And it's like, do you forget that everyone who came here initially came here illegally? Like, is that (laughs) off of the radar for, you know, the only people native to um, North America are Native Americans, guys. So get a grip. Get a grip. Facts. (laughs) And this is not alternative facts. These are like legit facts. facts. Native Americans are the only people that legit had this land and what did we decide to do we decided to say oh no we're taking that guys we're just gonna cop that <laughs> you thought you lived here jk you're so funny yeah. <laughs> so again go and and recognize history and recognize what what we're doing to people is beyond hypocritical beyond uh outrageous yeah, it's going <laughs> and down, downright flagrant i mean it's it's wild yeah
1: definitely Oh my gosh. Now, how do you mm-hmm. think the media is playing a role in, on this whole situation?
0: It feeds into the the administration's office. It's it's we see a lot of media that give a, a, essentially an outlet for his for his voice and for the administration's perspective. And I think again, it fuels Trumpers. It feel, fuels his supporters. And it just it it miss it. It's allowing too much weird information out there with right information, and then I think it becomes more confusing for the average uh, person to figure out what's happening because you hear like kind of just like dogs barking, and you don't know who's really at issue and telling the truth. It's confusing. Who's
1: who's false? It's hard to tell. You can't just you can't just watch news and figure out what's going on because you don't know who's telling the truth.
0: Yeah, you don't know. It's like a really weird telephone game. I don't. I, I don't know. And this is why people decide to just, again, you just say, oh, I'll follow Fox and just follow them, you know, <laughs> into the ground, right? Or I'll follow, you know, CNN. you know who or yeah, you know, and, and then you just, you just ride this wave and you hope for the best, hopefully. But um, there's, you have to be, I think, diligent now in, in your news consumption. Go to fact
1: checkers. Yeah. I which is sources. crazy yeah. that you
0: have to become a journalist to understand what's happening in the news. I well, think yeah, that's shouldn't very have bizarre. You should to resort to all that. That's what journalists do.
1: Well, that's what you would think, that they're checking facts, so that at least you're hearing facts, but unfortunately, that's not the case.
0: If you had the power to make the situation better, what would you do?
1: You know, I would make a policy that encourages people to lawfully become citizens. Mm -hmm. Maybe offer, like, a discounted tax rate or something for the first three years of living here legally. Mm -hmm. I'd also keep families together, even if the adult decided to cross illegally. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to mess up old families over that situation Mm -hmm. but you know i still would have to prosecute these people who crossed illegally but i just would want to ensure that the children aren't split up from their parents but there still has, i mean i still i I wouldn't want just everybody crossing over you know like willy-nilly and we not tracking who's coming over i'd want some form of tracking them like i i don't want just undocumented people coming into the country then we can't you know have a real census on how many people are in this country i Mm. think that's that could get kind of out of hand so i still would want to try to keep tabs on people crossing maybe offer green cards even if you don't want to offer citizenships just i'd make it just more enticing to at least like Mm -hmm. register with us so we know that you're here that that's you know that's what i would try to, try to have some policy in place that does that
0: I mean, to be honest, you know, if I had the privilege to be running the show and this issue was in front of me, I mean, my plan would be comprehensive. And no, I do not plan to run for office. Uh, (laughs) I do have a legal background, but uh, I have no interest in getting in that snake pit. (laughs) And... Uh, I I guess, uh, you know, I I would it would be multi multifaceted, similar to your plan in the sense for illegal immigrants. You know, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if my initial gut, though, to be honest, would be to prosecute because I think there's a reason why these people are coming here. And so maybe similar to like refugee, the refugee situation in life is like. If they're dealing with atrocity or the threat of murder or the threat of prostitution. Yeah, we're prostitution supposed to allow them and, in. Yeah, like, I think that we have to, we need to do an assessment and not automatically be like, oh, you came here illegally, mm, I don't care if you're going to be that's cut That's part up. of the assessment, like, I think, yeah. currently,
1: though. I think that's... Are you,
0: is that really? Because it seems like it's just like, if you come here, I saw revoir, like...
1: I don't remember the exact statement, but there was something They that are
0: considering... If,
1: if if not considering, there's... Okay. It's, it's part of us being part of the UN or something that... that rep- we have Refugee, consider, yeah, okay. that we have to accept refugees from, like, I mean, I thought that was the or, case, but
0: it, it it's not clear to me. Like, given our zero potential, uh, I don't know if one trumps the other because I don't know if that ideology trumps yeah, refugee, yeah. you know, sovereignty, right? Like, because ultimately, yeah, the refugees yeah, I
1: don't know which should one. always
0: be taken care of right if you're in danger your life is more impo- important than policy i mean yeah, then, yeah, that goes we've out. Got, got to protect safe, right? children we've got to protect even people, people. Yeah, we've people got have to, the right to be safe people at, have the right? right to be safe in this world this is crazy so you know so as long as that stays in place and if the current administration is adhering to that then cool now
1: that yeah i don't know if it's being adhered to Listen, and the priorities mm. are being in place because the thing is when, if you come over legally, the first thing they do is they're going to throw you in a detention yeah, center. Yeah, so that's why I'm like so I don't regardless know. regardless of the, if even refugee... if you're supposed to be given asylum, they you know they, if they don't reach your case and for a couple of weeks you'll just be sitting there, you know. See, that's why it's like else. I, yeah,
0: to me it seems very iffy right so now. So I don't know what's going on there. But ultimately, tough. you know, similar to you, I would say yeah, like you you come here and uh and there's an assessment made and what i would do is to to make the process i agree with you and that we should be creating some type of funnel where people want to come here legally like that there's some it's either whatever's causing them to come illegally we we work that out so whether is do we need to build a, a better relationships with the countries where they're coming from do we need to create some type of yeah like green card Plan where people can get a green card in one month or less, and that way they can legally take the appropriate actions and come here. Yeah. You know, should they be given like a temporary type of identification, you know, where maybe they live, maybe they have to live in a different community, but it's not a prison. It's just you know, kind of a secure area where we're indoctrinating them into the American process. So you know, maybe they need services or whatever, and and then it's just a good way for us to um, keep track of. Uh, Who's coming here? But of course, they would still have rights to leave the facility, the place, and deal with, uh, you know, and and see their family that's already here or whatever. But the point would be to create funnels where people legally could come here faster, and they would feel welcome, they would feel celebrated, they f- would feel supported. And for people who come here illegally, again, figure out what's the issue. Right? How can we how can we make this better? How can this person, if they could have done this differently, what what could we have done? I don't even know if the country currently is investigative in, in that nature right? it just seems like illegal immigration is illegal immigration there's no if buts or whatever about it and that that's not true people are coming here for a reason we've got yeah. to help people people over policy all day every day like it should be right so that's you administration if you're listening please please have mercy <laughs> please listen and, and figure out how we can make relationships better and not throw other countries under the bus and not throw people under the bus. Like, yeah. let's act like we're all human beings because we are, and no one life is more important than another. I don't care <laughs> if, if that's presented in any other way. It's not true. No one is more important than anyone else. I don't so, know why we were treating people any differently.
1: So let's not get you started on the travel ban. That's still in effect then. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm just going to pray. I don't know.
1: Talk about (laughs) some troubles, man.
0: Mm.
1: And it is that time, folks. It is scenario time. Scenario one. Guillermo was recently detained about 20 miles from the U.S.-Mexico border. He explains to the ICE, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement agents, that he was crossing with his younger brother, but they were split up during the long journey. Should the agents make an effort to reconnect the brothers, or should they leave Guillermo in the detention center and prosecute him later?
0: Well, we know what would really happen, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as... Now, this is
1: you and your control, so you get to decide what ICE does now. You're in control of these agents, so that's what the scenario is giving you the power of. You control what ICE does here obviously
0: we've got to uh reconnect the brothers because we want to also make sure that the brother is okay and that he's not you know um because there are some people who travel to the united states and die on the journey or not or you know end up in bad situations so yeah reunification is always important and uh and again, let's stop jumping to this prosecution thing. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if lawyers need more jobs or what, what the deal is. But um, I, I think that we're we're a little too prosecute heavy. And uh, and I think and, it's and, all
1: about uh, it was what the administration was saying. It was about deterrence. That that was the reason they do the prosecution, just to make it so like, hey, if you come here illegally, we're gonna get you and we're gonna get you good. It's like one of those things. Wow. So it's really to deter people. That, that's what it's about you know it's that's the hopes of it Seems i don't bad. i don't know because you know it's funny they do these prosecutions and stuff but i don't know if those illegal immigrants you know the other ones i don't know when they're coming up they're like oh man people are getting prosecuted we should I have tried this i don't even yeah. like i don't actually know if that's in i think their if mind. they
0: die or if they get shot they care but i think <laughs> yeah. like if you're like if oh we're gonna prosecute you mm, like yeah i don't <laughs> think that's really to me
1: i mean if I could just think of it as me. It's like, if I was coming up there, I wouldn't be like, oh man, that guy got prosecuted. I better not try it. Yeah, I don't think he it's, gives it. Yeah, that's it's probably nonsense. better than what you're going through, so you're going to try it anyway. Most it's like,
0: likely. I
1: don't, I don't know if prosecution's the answer, but that's sure. why the Great Wall is supposed to be built, right?
0: How lovely. The
1: magnificent and great wall <laughs> that Mexico is paying for that they're not paying for. Pray for this country, y'all. <laughs>
0: Pray. Mm.
1: That's yeah. That's that's some great stuff. That's like a movie or something. They should have a movie called The Wall. Like they really, sh- they mm-hmm. might. There's gonna be a documentary. Watch. I called it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Scenario two. Senora Cortez is a strong advocate for abolishing ICE. She believes they serve no purpose but to tear <laughs> apart families. Do you agree with her stance, or do you think ICE serves a greater purpose?
0: Oh, this is like a theoretical question. Interesting. Ah. Uh... <laughs> You know, to be honest, I I would have to actually just do more research because I think that most organizations, you know, most, not all, but most have some type of good or bad uh, element to them absent, you know, straight-up terrorist organizations. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, you know, if I know in the... I have heard ICE be called not-so-good stuff. So, to be honest, if the main purpose of ICE is to essentially just tear families apart then no i don't <laughs> i don't see the good of that because i think that you know even though i, I have different views on family and things like that i do think that you know, family is dear to a lot of people, most people, to be honest. And so, you know, if we as a country are a country for uh, community and family, then we should be ashamed of having an organization that goes right against that. And uh, there's no excuse for that. So, but I, I again, I'd have to look more into ICE to figure out all the different things that they do for me yeah. to make a stance on it. But uh, if that's her perspective and she doesn't see anything past it, then yeah, then she, then she, I think. So
1: you, you would agree with their stance then? If, if that's all I, I knew, if I didn't know anything oh, else. So without then, research, yeah. that's the only, okay. Yeah. But you would want to do more research to find of out, Of course, right?
0: I'd want to know. Like, because, you know, some people say some one thing and it's not true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I want to. I'm not jumping on this bandwagon of abolishing yeah, ICE just I because, because yeah, we see this situation going on and people's uh, yeah. emotions are really high, and it's great to jump on that, like point to the one organization that's you know a part yeah. of this and say they're the cause of it and they don't do anything, but we might not realize they they actually yeah. are protecting our borders from possible real threats yeah. like drug lords like and, and things of that don't nature know. we don't know <laughs> like it's to say to just abolish them we don't know if that's actually the best thing that uh-huh. could cause more harm than good it's not exactly it's you don't want to jump to that conclusion so I agree there'd be more research that needs to be done and I'm not jumping on the abolish ice bandwagon uh-huh. even though some people might think that the group is overall terrible I need to find out more information about them because uh-huh. I truly don't know hmm uh-huh. Scenario 3. You started a new job with a small shipping company a few weeks ago. At the end of the day, one of your co-workers needs help lifting a box onto the van. Just as you lift it, his license and some change falls out of his pocket. You go to grab it for him because he's still pushing the box into the van. Upon closer inspection, you see that he has a Wisconsin license and that change is actually pesos. You've got a couple of friends from Madison and have visited quite a few times, so wonder why your co-worker doesn't have a Midwestern accent or says soda instead of pop. Do you go to the ICE website and try to report a potential illegal immigrant?
0: You're wild, Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're so out of control, I can't even with you right now. You're like, what? <laughs> Por
1: que? Oh, come on.
0: That is the wildest scenario. I think
1: people bit in this case, though, where they think there's probably someone they're working with that's not from this country. This is
0: like this person who says, oh, I report people who I see speeding on the highway. Oh, what about a person
1: who reports a, a girl for selling lemonade without a proper license? lovely <laughs> that's what really happened
0: or people reporting people for sleeping in a dorm that they live in yeah i mean we live in a really interesting <laughs> world where people are just calling popo po- po all day every it's day really they're great, like mm, yeah. i don't like how the air is feeling they're
1: really helping out our society yeah
0: like people are bugging right now they're helping keep things in order they're taking see something say something <laughs> ah <laughs> uh, yeah you know scenario? what that's what they a say a little yeah. too serious yep, they tell you
1: now. see something say so they always tell but you but they're speak talking up, right? about
0: legit situations they're not talking like if you see someone leaving a bag and walking off the train <laughs> platform that's, that's a problem a,
1: that's a situation Do not
0: be calling people if you're like mm, he doesn't say soda he says pop oh, yeah mm, i can't with you uh <laughs> no i would not go to the ice website and try to report this person uh i what would you do then after i mean seeing if, this it information? Was, if, it, I, if i was that compelled i would try to learn more and see it's you're kind of you're damned what? if you do and damned if you don't so if Why you don't that? uh then potentially you know you could be working with this uh, you know illegal immigrant and uh not that i think that these facts support that but <laughs> <The fly I, laughs> say that they actually do who uh, carries pesos I can't with you. Come on now. Uh so you know then then you know you you didn't kind of you know, you didn't do your citizen's due diligence if there's such a thing uh, that that we, if we have a duty to try to discover illegal immigrants, then fine. Okay, you didn't do that. But then if you do do more research and you speak to him and you do find out he's illegal, then you have, I believe you then have an obligation, right? To report. To, <laughs> to, to kind of report. So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Uh, it depends, I, you know, how, 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 uh, how compelled are you as a person to be a part of the process of capturing <laughs> these illegal immigrants. I mean it, it, it would depend on that. You know, I I personally would I would chalk it up to the person who might have just gone to Mexico recently. So I I wouldn't have thought twice about it. I'd have just kept moving, but And they
1: don't live in Wisconsin that long. Because they, they don't have that Midwestern twang or Yeah, nothing. I, I
0: would have just caught it. I would have just chucked it up to, like, circumstance. I wouldn't have been like, mm, I know where you're from. Hola, como estas? would like, been like hey, I wouldn't have been like that, no. <laughs> you would been like, why
1: are you saying soda? You don't say soda. Why you wouldn't bring that up?
0: I am not that invested in the snake pit, no. <laughs> but you
1: i would well what i would do is i'd pick up the pesos and i'd be like como estas amigo and then i would just see what his accent sounds like and now i would leave it at that <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go to the website because i wouldn't care enough but i would mess around with him just to see to see what he says <laughs>
0: do not just... reveal to khalil <laughs> if you're an illegal immigrant no i would just
1: want to try to i would just want to see what he says just to see you're <laughs> like oh all right guy all right i've got you I've got So now when people see you in the street,
0: they're going to be like, hola, <laughs> como estas? And then they're going to say, can you show me
1: what's in your wallet?
0: And they're going to say, show me what's in your I'll wallet.
1: I'll show it to you it. I'll be like, no pesos. But you know what's funny? I think I did have, I don't know what the bills are called in Mexico, but mm-hmm. I used to have a Mexican bill in my wallet.
0: Exactly. People could have tried to. you would be, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. be
1: like, uh-oh. They're like, are you Whoops. a
0: U.S. citizen?
1: I would have dropped it and be like, hey, that's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's that's me money, dinero. I Lo could say centro. dinero. Lo I say centro. dinero, and I just put my arms up. I don't know. So I, I guess it is possible that you could carry around money from another country and not be from that country.
0: Exactly. But
1: you don't have that accent. I, I don't know. That's tr- that's strange.
0: You're tired. I can't. Strange with you. times. I cannot. So we are at that time again. This was quite the episode. Our forty third episode of. Well, and free. free! That was fascinating. And yes. <laughs> we were talking all about the immigration crisis in the United States here, uh, given what's been going on with uh, the separation of families at borders. And uh, as you can probably tell, uh, we're very passionate about the subject and we do provide our condolences for anyone who is separated and needs to be reunited and we hope that our government and our administration moving forward can uh, do what's right for the American people and also do what's right for what America should stand for and we should stand for better and we should stand for families and and prosperity of all whether you are born here or not and so with that you know will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about drum roll please
1: on our next episode we'll be talking all about the long term effects of reality TV make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation and make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com
0: if you'd like to be a guest on the show which obviously you do we're booking some, some interesting guests Please join the roster by going to our Contact Us page on Woken Free to hit us up with uh, show topic ideas that you'd like to talk about on your episode. And, of course, please feel free to contact us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free.
1: If you didn't already subscribe, please do. Share the episode. And make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Until next time, Woken Free Nation.